six-pack double feature presents Pick 6, where the guys round out a top five list with one extra. Horror, sci-fi, crappy sequels, all the titles you know and love, plus beer. Tell us your picks, guys. Hey, buddy. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Are you stoned? I was coming in with something else, and then I uh, blanked. <laughs> I'm still looking for my list to pull up. What list are you pulling up? I'm pulling up my Thanksgiving, our pick six Thanksgiving. What are we, what do we call them? Meltdowns, freakouts. Meltdowns and or freakouts. Yeah, I think mine are mostly freakouts, but the idea, oh, the idea behind it is, uh, you know. Get together with family. Someone's hey, going to lose when their we, shit. When we had this idea uh, a year ago, we, we could be around lots of people, but I don't know if that's going to happen this year. But, you know, as it, as it happens, sometimes you're around your family long enough that you finally hit your fucking melting point and you, you snap oh yeah um, um i don't think that's really happened for me thankfully no me either um i am uh breaking with tradition and so at my family <clears throat> my granny would uh she always had a ham and turkey at thanksgiving so i'm having uh instead of the official unofficial beer of six pack double feature i'm having a delicious hams it's not bad yeah yeah Similar. It's just it's a yeah. It's a it's lager. Just, it's a lager. An ale. A lot of lagers are my favorite. I was up in Indiana back in the fall, and uh, uh, I bought sixty of these and brought them back. <laughs> Two thirty packs, because we have nothing else to do where I'm from. <laughs> I've seen them in the stores. It might seem hard to find something to be thankful for in 2020, but I'm I'm sure there's something. So here's hoping you're staying safe and still being able to spend time. With family or loved ones. Or not, if you're into that as well. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if you're into that whole uh, solitary thing. <laughs> that said, uh, this is our pick six list of meltdowns, freakouts, people absolutely losing their shit. Nathan, you big turkey. <laughs> Coin toss is yours. What's your number six? It's great. It's real gravy. Uh <laughs> Gross. Uh, I'm going to start it off with a Thanksgiving classic. You know what? Neil just wanted to go home in time for Thanksgiving, but that's not what the fates had in store for him. Ah, McClurg! Oh, Jean Marie, you're a stitch. <laughs> no, Mom's going to do the turkey. Yeah, Dad wants ambrosia, so I guess we got to get those miniature marshmallows. And I'll do the crescent rolls, and you do the cranberry. You know I can't cook. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I'll see you tomorrow then. Gobble, gobble. <laughs> oh, bye-bye. <laughs> Welcome to Marathon. May I help you? Yes. How may I help you? You can start by wiping that fucking dumbass smile off your rosy fucking cheeks. Then you can give me a fucking automobile, a fucking Datsun, a fucking Toyota, a fucking Mustang, a fucking Buick, four fucking wheels and a seat. I really don't care for the way you're speaking to me. And I really don't care for the way your company left me in the middle of fucking nowhere with fucking keys to a fucking car that isn't fucking there. And I really didn't care to fucking walk down a fucking highway and across a fucking runway to get back here to have you smile at my fucking face. 
I want a fucking car right fucking now. May I see your rental agreement? I threw it away. Oh, boy. Oh, boy, what? You're fucked. <laughs> I d- uh, yeah, that's I think that's gobble, how, gobble. I think that's how that would actually play out in real life too. Yeah, uh, <laughs> and that's the only reason why that movie is R because of just that one and a half of minutes those, of because of all those pesky words he puts between all of his fucks. The same, yeah, that's it. It's <sighs> it's a bit of a meltdown, or, but it's a controlled. But, but it is a controlled meltdown. That's, it's a good one. I like that. It's, the, <laughs> it's kind of akin to um, uh, Scott Howard's. Give me. Of beer, <laughs> but much more protracted. And <laughs> I haven't seen planes, trains, and automobiles in, geez, I don't, I don't even know how many decades. Those aren't pillows. Oh, I know all the. Yeah. <laughs> Where's your other hand resting between two, two pillows. pillows? Those aren't pillows. <laughs> when they talk about the bears. <laughs> you see that bears game. <laughs> <laughs> you used that clip for something else once. <sighs> I don't know if it was this one, but I used it. I used something from Planes, Trains, and no, you, you this used, one? you used that clip, yeah. Oh, I, I can't remember what it was. I don't either. We've done this just long enough. That we forget, and it's we're retreading. So, yeah, my number six is uh, the car rental mishap from Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. What's your number six? Hey, you know, if you ever want counseling and anger management alcoholism I'd be more than glad to do it for you you do that for me thank you I appreciate that but I think I'd rather you just wash the fucking dishes and shut the fuck up fucking psycho babble bullshit asshole you said uh, during that clip you think you might know what that is. Is that from Waiting? It is. <laughs> okay. I've watched it just recently enough to okay. to remember that. That is my wife. It's Jamie's like second favorite movie. And every time <laughs> I've seen Jamie melt down just like that, it's I don't know just... how many times, she laughs every time because it's like she knows because she, she recognizes that's her. Uh, I was originally going to go with the one – where do you remember when uh, David Keckner's character is in the kitchen and he's trying to get in the trenches and help out? Yes. And he, she finally goes, "Get the fuck away!" Because he's fucking the tickets up. Right. But this one, I like this one better because he's the what restaurant manager yeah, or whatever yeah. that doesn't really know what he's doing. Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but my, my favorite thing about <laughs> the, a that's the one that always gets Jamie uh, the most. Um, but my favorite thing about that meltdown is that she goes from really man. I'd be thankful to fucking just <laughs> zero to a hundred. Fucking no one. <laughs> uh, that lady's a great actress. She's in. Um, uh, she was in Always Sunny. She was. Okay. She was Frank's whore. Whore. The, the one that died. Frank's pretty woman. Okay. <laughs> the one that was going to go. It's been a little while, but do foot yeah. shit with Tiger Woods. <laughs> That's Naomi. <laughs> and she's been working here way hey, too, too long. long. Um. <laughs> yeah, waiting is such a that's that's one of those like that we do with Roadhouse. It's uh, not in heavy rotation, but it's it it's gets 
couple, three, four times a year. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I would consider that heavy rotation. Yeah, that's an evergreen movie, right? Okay, but you can't you can't do it all the time. Cause no, it's on a tree if you have it every day. I get it. Um, okay, so, so Naomi's Naomi's psychobabble bullshit asshole meltdown to Bishop in the kitchen of counseling with anger management. <laughs> that's my number six. What's your number five? Uh, Walter, I if we're going to cross over on any of these. I don't know. Uh, we'll find out. Okay. Uh, Walter and Anna, played by Tom Hanks and Shelley Long, have blindly purchased a home that requires many more repairs than they would ever have imagined. It's almost like it's a documentary. I know. Um, after a long day, Walter's just experienced unspeakable uh, electrical and gas-related horrors in the kitchen while trying to heat some water on the stovetop. He's been electrocuted and burned, but still takes the bucket of water upstairs in an attempt to salvage his really shitty day with a lukewarm bath. Little problem in the kitchen. Nothing trivial. Well, the turkey's done. So is the kitchen. Actually, it's a little overdone for my taste. Let's not go there again. You don't want to tell me what happened? No, I don't. I just want to relax in a nice lukewarm bath. What about this? I don't think that can hurt us anymore. I might make that a drop. Uh, I don't know if I, I can do I would, the whole I, thing, but I wouldn't object to it. It'd have to be used in the right. It would have to be one of those where one of us tries to make a joke that isn't doesn't land and isn't funny, <laughs> right? So like, instead of crickets, you get the over exuberant fake laugh. Fake laugh. <laughs> uh, uh, for those who haven't seen Money Pit, God damn, that's a great movie. Uh, he walks in. He's already like his hair's kind of standing up from being electrocuted <laughs> and burned. He's got his like his nipples are showing because part of his shirt has burned off. And and then, of course, because of the uh, gas explosion in the kitchen, it fires the turkey into where the bathroom is. So that's when you hear that boop, boop and the turkey's, turkey's done. done. <laughs> I don't think that's going to kill us now. He They pour those two buckets of water into a bathtub and it falls through the ceiling. <laughs> and that shot the, of him laughing is from yeah. the bottom, yeah. from the downstairs it's through the hole correct. in the floor. It's a, it's, it's a so brilliant, great. it's a great really frame, greatly, it's a brilliantly really framed shot. I yeah. love it. My other favorite thing from that is it's when, a kid's favorite movie for me. When, when, yeah, up. when he uh, walks across that rug upstairs and falls through that Tom Hanks size <laughs> hole and he yeah. gets trapped. He didn't freak out in that one. I was seriously <laughs> thinking about using that one. Wait, but when it's he, his reaction when she comes home. I'm upstairs, honey. I promise. I promise. I was hallucinating for a while. I thought the Care Bears were right here. here. <laughs> that's right. I forgot he does say that. Oh, that's a great movie, man. Because <laughs> he all he all he has is he's like um, a, tar- a Tyrannosaurus Rex. He has the use of like <laughs> his top, hands, yeah. And so he's like he pulls out all the money from his <laughs> wallet. He turns them into like little airplanes. Oh, he's yeah. thrown around. That was like a golden. <laughs> I'm here. <laughs> And then they just tries to tug at the rug just enough to loosen him to fall all the way through. That's a great number five. 
<clears throat> my number five is oddly relatable to both of us today. Um, okay. As you texted me and said, "Hey, I'm on my way," I was like, "Okay, I'm gonna run. The, I'm gonna run around the corner and get a sandwich." You're gonna figure out where I'm going with this pretty quickly. I'm gonna run around the corner and get a sandwich. If I'm my some miracle, I'm not back before you get to my house. That's it's, where I am. That's where I am. I'll be. I'll be a few minutes. And you went, "Oh, okay." I had to wait. I don't know how fucking long for my biscuit and tater rounds. I would. Mine was my wait was probably twenty five minutes. I and was there were gone. four cars in front of. I me. was gone for a total of thirty minutes, from leaving, driving five minutes around the corner, coming back. I was gone for thirty minutes. You, I expected you to be here. Uh, when I got back, you weren't here, and I, I said, <laughs> I texted you. I said, Jesus Christ, Hardys, did you have to go to Frisco to make the food? And you laughed, and you were like, I shouldn't have chosen Jack in the Box. I've been waiting. Probably as long as you have. And you were another 15 fucking minutes. And we were ordering breakfast. Yes. Poor Michael At Douglas. 10 o'clock. It was 10 o'clock. Sure. Poor Michael Douglas's character didn't get his breakfast. Hi. Can I help you? Yes, I'd like a ham and cheese omelet or wham fries. I'm sorry. We stopped serving breakfast, but we are on the lunch menu now. But I want breakfast. Well, you can't have it. We're not serving it. So you said. Is that the manager? Yeah. Could I speak to him, please? Sure. Rick, there's a customer that would like to speak with you. Yes, sir. Hi. I'd like some breakfast. We stopped serving breakfast. I know you stopped serving breakfast, Rick. Sheila told me you stopped serving breakfast. Why am I calling you by your first names? I don't even know who you are. I still call my boss Mr. I worked for him for seven and a half years, but I walk in here all of a sudden, total stranger, and I'm calling you Rick and Sheila like we're in some kind of AA meeting. I don't want to be your buddy, Rick. I just want a little breakfast. Well, you can call me Miss Folsom if you want to. Sheila, we stopped serving breakfast at 11.30. Rick, have you ever heard the expression, the customer is always right? Here I am, the customer. That's not our policy. You have to order something from the lunch menu. I don't want lunch. I want breakfast. Yeah, well, hey, I'm really sorry. Yeah, well, hey, I'm really sorry, too. Fucking gun! Calm down. Just calm down, everybody. Sit down. Sit down over there. Hey, 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 hey. Mister. Where are you going? No, 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 no. You sit down there and you finish your lunch. Come on. Everybody just just relax and take it easy. Come on. Why eat your lunch, please? Eat your lunch. You all need your vitamins A's and B's and C's. Oh, no, no, it's an accident! It's an accident! It's an accident! That the trigger, it's sensitive. It's, it's okay. It's all right. It's a sensitive trigger. Rick, could I have my breakfast, please? Yes, sir. Sheila? So so do you think this is why some places serve breakfast all day now? <laughs> <laughs> I will not lie. Every time I go to a place and it's like, oh, are they gonna, I, I think of this scene. Like, Falling Down is an underrated fucking yeah. movie, man. You, it, you don't you don't really hear about it. And he changes his mind at the end, doesn't <laughs> yeah, he? Yeah. You, you know what? I think I want lunch. I think I would like lunch now. <laughs> He it's, only has that like zipper leather bag because he got it off of some gangsters a little bit earlier. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. 
that of course uh, that, that, had guns in it. It could be argued that whole movie is just one slow burn meltdown. Yeah. Uh, I also almost chose the one when he's walking through the golf course. I know why I thought. Yeah, that's good. I know why I thought we. I may have played this. Why? Because I was seriously. This was in contemplation for my list of freakouts and meltdowns. We had been talking about it for so long. Oh. At one point, I think it was on my list, and then I took it off. Okay. <laughs> that's why. <laughs> that's why I thought. Like, didn't I play this once before? Nope. It's because I removed it because I thought you might. The, cover it. The funny thing about that scene is that we stopped serving breakfast at 11.30, and he looks down, and it's 11.33. Yeah. It's like, you don't have some, like, lukewarm-ass biscuits and hash browns back there? Come on. Yeah. Falling down's good. Yeah. Uh, Robert Duvall's the yep. retiring detective. Yep. Trying to seek him out before This is he... his last day. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, he's really... That, that speaks to his character, that he's working that hard on his last day. You're starting a case on that your is last a, day. That's a good cop right there. That is... <laughs> He knows the importance of putting in shoe leather work. So, yeah. Uh, what's his character's name? They give him a name, right? Michael Douglas's yeah, character? Yeah. I'm sure they do, but I can't think of it. It's his. It's his I, I just want some He's just breakfast. sitting in that traffic in Los Angeles and just, he's just like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. Leaves his car. Defense. While waiting in traffic. He was unemployed, just, right? Yes, I think he was unemployed because his briefcase ended up being like empty. It had like his sack lunch oh, yeah, in it. That was yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. I think he was trying to give the illusion that he was still working even though he had been let go or something like yeah. that. Anyway, that's yeah. my number five. Falling down. That's good. That's a good pick. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks. Uh, my number four, I put down here is like, how do you get uh, out of doing your horrible job so you can dedicate more time to building your new re, uh, new recreational <laughs> club. Well, you kick your own ass and figure out how to blame it on your boss. Are you threatening me? No. Get the fuck out of here. You're fired. I have a better solution. You keep me on the payroll as an outside consultant. And in exchange for my salary, my job will be never to tell people these things that I know. I don't even have to come into the office. I can do this job from home. Who, who the fuck do you think you are, you crazy little shit? Security? I am Jack's smirking revenge. Oh. Oh. What the hell are you doing? Why would you do that? Oh my god. No! Please stop! I don't want to tell tales out of school, but I thought you were going to go with another another clip from another movie. Oh yeah? Based on your initial uh, comments. So. <laughs> Is it in your list, maybe? No. Okay, no, I was I wondering what you were... It's it's pretty uh i thought you were gonna pick fuck you fuck you oh, fuck you fuck you you're cool, cool. fuck you i'm out that's oh that's I, a good one but no yeah. i never thought about that i thought you were gonna go with that with, uh, no i did not go with um half-baked yeah thank you instead you chose uh jack's smirking revenge in uh fight club it was another two minutes of him basically kicking his own ass before he walks out with a shopping cart or some type of cart with his computer and his face is all bloody. And he's like, this is how Fight Club was able to stay funded. You know, <laughs> I haven't seen that in 
20 years. It's I, good. I love the soundtrack. The Dust Brothers did that. Fucking love the Dust Brothers, man. Yeah. Their soundtrack is great for that movie. It just hits all those notes yeah. perfectly. It's great. So, yeah, uh, beating the shit out of yourself in order to uh, get out of your job but still uh, get paid. Did you want to start a fight club after you watched nope. it? Nope. Really? Sure didn't. I wanted to the first time. Just, just once. I, I thought more about uh, how I was a... Sp- kind of a slave to consumerism kind of still am now uh, unfortunately but oh uh, yeah <laughs> very much so <clears throat> that's a duvet no it's a blanket <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's a bit of a freak out moment only towards himself though he didn't harm anyone else that's freak out yeah a freak, so out. A freak out as a freak out <clears throat> so that's your number four that is my number four my number three how many children does it take for you to lose your shit. Shut up! Shut up! Shut up! Shut up! No. Don't start this. Uh, uh, you stole my number three. <laughs> oh, okay. So uh, your number three is my number three. Nice. Yeah, I put down. I think that Mr. Kimball held his cool for as long as possible after getting stuck as an undercover police officer, acting as a t- teacher, <laughs> a kindergarten teacher. Don't you? He held it long enough. Thirteen, fourteen minutes. Yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah. That's a good. That's a world record. I can handle one kid at a time. Usually, and then it's it's for just the questions, dude. They all they all all they they're just question machines, and then you tell them the answer, all and they say why. Why they all they just why? exponentially compound on themselves. Like, well, what does exponentially mean? Uh, don't worry about it. Why? Because I said so. But why? why? It's it's horrible. Or they ask the like most completely ridiculous questions of. You know what you I know, do when kids yeah. ask me weird, like, "What's Read your favorite book, kid?" Yeah, when you when kids ask me like stupid ass questions, like, "What's your favorite color?" I give them asinine answer. I say seven. Number. No, it's a color. And then they go, "Okay, well, what's your favorite number?" I go purple. It's, it's like kind of like that Billy Madison thing, like when he's fucking with that one kid. That's <laughs> <laughs> how I that's how I roll, man. <laughs> <laughs> so your number four is Kindergarten Cop, and yes. my number three oh, is Kindergarten my Cop. My number. Yeah, and I just want to take a quick second on a, on a serious note. Teachers are a strong and rare breed, so you put up with these little bastards all day, every day. I should have said it differently. I should have said, well, your number four is kindergarten cop, and my number uh, yellow is kindergarten cop. <laughs> Seriously, thank you, teacher. Yeah. So I, that puts us back to my number three. Okay. I can't do this anymore, man. My head's about to explode. My whole life sucks. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know where I'm going. My dad just died. We just killed Bambi. I'm out here getting my ass kicked, and every time I drive down the road, I want to jerk the wheel into a goddamn bridge impondment. <laughs> You're really nathan it up here with all the clips. I know. <laughs> Well, sometimes that's like, a good one. I, I went with so I went with I tried to go with recognizable stuff. Yeah, and instead of me trying to do, you know, an impression of that, I just fucking just play it. Yeah, that's a good one. Tom. You ever, ever? I've actually said that before. <laughs> Part of it, anyway. Right. 
and I jerked on my hair. It's stand up. It's just no, I was it was long, but uh, it's just that's Tommy at the end of his rope, and he kind of okay. There's nowhere to go from nowhere to go from here but up, and can't make a sale. (laughs) Can't make a sale. His his dad has died. They hit a deer. All the things. It's kind of where the movie turns. Yeah. Too, you know. So it's like literally the end of the rope going up. Mm -hmm. I almost chose the. Alan, let me tell you why I suck at sales. <laughs> but he wins that. Yeah. At the end. <laughs> Tommy get wingy. <laughs> yep, it's closed. <laughs> oh man. Uh, no, no, I just there's not a lot to say about it. I just I always enjoyed Tommy Boy would be a good Well, we talked about doing road movies, didn't we? Mm-hmm. We need yeah, to do, we we need need to do Tommy Boy with something. <clears throat> Dumb and Dumber, I think we've discussed. I think, yeah. Yeah. So probably just cut that part out. Anyway, yeah, Tommy Boy and his bridge abutment, little little mini meltdown there in the guy's office. Okay, I'll buy from you. Oh well, what? Great, see ya. <laughs> Stop talking. <laughs> <laughs> That's called don't sell past yes. Yeah. Um, I'm definitely not going to do a clip for my number two, but that was my number three. What's your number? Uh, you can't have a meltdown or freak out list without having at least one classic meltdown slash freak out and so howard beale is a news anchor that's just recently found out that due to declining ratings he's being replaced and after telling everyone that he's going to commit suicide live on air he's at first fired but is then told that he can come back to complete his remaining days if he apologizes and instead he does this i don't have to tell you things are bad everybody knows things are bad it's a depression Everybody's out of work or scared of losing their job. The dollar buys a nickel's worth. Banks are going bust. Shopkeepers keep a gun under the counter. Punks are running wild in the street and there's nobody anywhere who seems to know what to do and there's no end to it. We know the air is unfit to breathe and our food is unfit to eat. We sit watching our TVs while some local newscaster tells us that today we had 15 homicides and 63 violent crimes, as if that's the way it's supposed to be. We know things are bad, worse than bad. They're crazy. It's like everything everywhere is going crazy, so we don't go out anymore. We sit in the house, and slowly the world we're living in is getting smaller, and all we say is, please, at least leave us alone in our living rooms. Let me have my toaster and my TV and my steel-belted radios, and I won't say anything. Just leave us alone. Well, I'm not going to leave you alone. I want you to get mad. I don't want you to protest. I don't want you to write. I don't want you to write to your congressman because I wouldn't know what to tell you to write. I don't know what to do about the depression and the inflation and the Russians and the crime in the street. All I know is that first, you've got to get mad. You've got to say, I'm a human being. God damn it. My life has value. So, I want you to get up now. I want all of you to get up out of your chairs. I want you to get up right now and go to the window, open it, and stick your head out and yell, I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore. I want you to get up right now. Get up, go to your windows, open them, and stick your head out and yell, I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore. Things have got to change. How many stations does this go out? You've got to get mad. I know it goes to Louisville and Atlanta. We're not going to take this anymore. Then we'll figure out what to do about the depression and the inflation and the oil crisis. But first, get up out of your chairs, open the window, stick your head out and yell, and say, I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore. 
this anymore. I know the quote. Uh, don't know the movie. My mom says that shit all the time. I don't know. Is that it is, it's it, network? Network. Okay. That is. I guess. Yeah, that's Howard Beale's mad as hell. I'm not going to take any more. It could have gone on for about two more minutes, and you would have actually. They show like if, people sticking their head out the windows and yelling it. If that dude ran for president. <laughs> He would not only get the electoral vote, he would get the popular vote. People would come back from the dead to vote for that. Yeah, his show gets real weird after he is renewed with his contract and he gets a new type of news and Does it become kind sensational? Show. Yeah, he can become sensational and once his... What year uh, did that come out? 75. Was it making a commentary on anything? Oh, on just not- news... The news world in general, the way it's and not yeah, news broadcasting okay. and okay. and trying the, to get ratings. The, rise. the big thing is trying to get ratings and the reality and the fact that like one of the news stations is trying actually pays money for radicalists to like take hostage. You know, this isn't a documentary. And, yeah. <laughs> Uh, was yeah. this in like response to the rise of like your Donahue's and your Ger- uh, no, uh, Geraldo Geraldo? I think those were all eighties. This was before a lot of that hit. This was mid seventies. So, but it was it was just okay. bleeding satire. Sure, and all and it beca- it's much more like holy shit. It's scary looking at it now and what our news cycle looks like now mm-hmm. and how much he kind of saw into. The future of where things were headed. So that is number two, uh, network mad as hell. Uh, I don't have a clip for my number two, um, and I considered trying to get you to say it along with me, but, <laughs> but I'll uh, probably fuck it up. <laughs> yeah, and it's long, and I don't know that I can do it. But it's um, there would be nothing, I, and I, he doesn't really he doesn't melt down in response to anything. <clears throat> Willy Wonka just kind of loses his shit for about 90 seconds on that psychedelic freak out boat ride Ugh. through the mystic river. All I remember is the chocolate. rooster or chicken with his head, head getting get, cut yeah. off. Ugh. Grandpa Joe. Uh, I'd almost played the Marilyn Manson version of it, but um, I, don't, I don't know if I, I don't know if I know that, but the Manson version. Yeah. We might use that as outro music. Okay. It's pretty good. That's <laughs> uh, a, you're like, Oh, this is a great kids movie and learning lessons. They're like, Hey, hold on. Here, drop some acid, and I'm going to freak you out for a second. I knew I wanted a Gene. <laughs> I knew I wanted a Gene Wilder. <laughs> freak out. The acid tastes like acid. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I knew I wanted a Gene Wilder freak out. Right, but he's got several in there that are all good. Could, yeah, he. I mean, even uh, when he freaks out at Charlie at the end before he I realizes almost, that he's I said his, good day, hey, sir. Yeah. He comes to the office, everything is in halves. I love that, That's so weird. I love the bust of Caesar that he puts his hat on. Yeah. It's such a... Oh, man. It's been a little while since I I watched that. I did what I always do with these. I always have a couple that just... Excuse me. That just immediately come to you? It occurred to me. Same here. And then I have one like, okay, I need to do a little research. And I go, okay, that's obvious. I'm not going to do that one. And then then for one or two of them, I just go to the shelf, uh, the DVDs. And I go, okay, well, okay, we've, well, we've, covered that, we've covered that. We've covered that. We've covered that. That's really good. I'm going to have to use that anyway. Fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> You're I looked, cool. I looked down and I saw the spine of Willy Wonka and I went, went yeah, there's one in there. I know it. Stop the boat. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. The boat keeps on. The, the rowers keep on rowing. rowing. The rowers are certainly not showing any oh, signs so, that they are slowing. Ah! Over here. here. Stop the boat. <laughs> Uh, that's my number two, the Willy Wonka Chaco River boat scene, psychedelic <laughs> freak out.
<laughs> That's a good one. Thanks. What's your number two? It's still network. Oh, shit. What's your number one? I'm sorry. <laughs> I normally don't drink this early on a Sunday, so. <laughs> but sometimes there's an exception. Sometimes, yes. <laughs> hey, you'd get never guess, but it's a clip. I still think we can win. Maybe you should drink a little. Look, we'll go to Randolph in the morning and we'll make a motion for a continuance 24 hours. Why would we want to do that? To subpoena Colonel Jessup. What? Listen for a second. No. Just hear me no, out. No, I won't listen and I won't hear you out. Your passion is compelling, Joe. It's also useless. Loudon Downey needed a trial lawyer today. You chicken shit. You're going to use what happened today as an excuse to give up. It's over. Why did you ask Jessup for the transfer order? What? In Cuba, why did you ask Jessup for the transfer order? What does order? it matter? Why? I wanted the damn transfer order. Bullshit. You could have gotten it by picking up the phone and calling any one of a dozen departments at the Pentagon. You didn't want the transfer order. You wanted to see Jessup's reaction when you asked for the transfer order. You had an instinct and it was confirmed by Markinson. Now, damn it, let's put Jessup on the stand and end this thing. What possible good could come from putting Jessup on the stand? He told Kendrick to order the code red. He did? That's great. Why didn't you say so? And of course, you have proof of that. Oh, I'm sorry. I keep forgetting. You were sick the day they taught law at law school. You put him on the stand and you get it from him. Oh, we get it from him. Yes, no problem. We get it from him. Colonel Jessup, isn't it true that you ordered the code red on Santiago? Listen, we're all a little... Eh, I'm sorry. Your time's run out. What do we have for the losers, Judge? Well, for our defendants, it's a lifetime at exotic Fort Leavenworth. And for defense counsel Kathy, that's right, it's a court-martial! Yes, Johnny! After falsely accusing a highly decorated Marine officer of conspiracy and perjury, Lieutenant Kathy will have a long and prosperous career teaching typewriter maintenance at the Rocco Colombo School for Women! Thank you for playing. Should we or should we not follow the advice of the galactically stupid? Is the is it Demi Moore? Yes. Okay, I couldn't remember. I haven't seen a few good men and. Okay, I wasn't sure if you'd seen it or not, but it's it's my absolutely favorite character meltdown is uh, Tom Cruise uh, playing Lieutenant Caffey who believes that he's lost the trial before it's over. And so he decides to get drunk and give up. And he's, he pushed, he's pushed by a Galloway who's played by Demi Moore, uh, that they they subpoena Markinson who they believe will corroborate, you know, that code red. And he's just like, there's no, there's no way. I think it's a horrible idea. And, uh, chooses to lose his shit instead. And it's just that also, it's just a really, really good script by Aaron Sorkin. He wrote the play and then okay. he adapted it into uh, the film directed by Rob Reiner. I didn't know Rob Reiner directed it. Yeah. I love A Few Good Men. I love Aaron Sorkin. Yeah, that too. <laughs> Man. that's a, Tom yeah. Tom Cruise melts down. Really well. Yeah. He does those. He does that. He can pretend to be human every once in a while. His, his, does <laughs> his meltdowns are always start at zero. And they get up to about 110 miles an hour, but they do it in the the time that you would expect it to happen. Yeah, and for an Aaron Sorkin meltdown, it's going to be a wordy sort, you know, wordy meltdown. The, but those but are it's the those so are, good. I, mean, yeah. I, I, I love a good wordy meltdown. Yeah. So yeah, that's my number one. A few good men. Uh, Rocco's um, typewriter maintenance school or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, I did do. I have a pair of clips. Oh. For my hair clips, I'm gonna I'm gonna combine them into one. Um, we're gonna just start with that. An ostrich with his head in the sand makes a lousy cop. You see, if you can't deal with your own problems, well, it's hard to deal with others. Sweetie, sweetie, that's kind of dangerous. You want to move it up onto the sidewalk away from the traffic? My dad says you're a joke and I don't have to listen to you. Well, your father is entitled to his opinion. But I am an officer of the law, and uh, by all rights, I could. Uh, Back off! You should watch your mouth, little girl. You still want to skip rope on the street? I'm gonna call my daddy on you, Charlie! Wrong answer. And the name's Hank, fuckface. <laughs> I haven't watched that movie in a long time. That's me, myself, and Irene. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I knew several... where you were. I knew where you were going, but for some reason, I was thinking it was going to be he that he poops. That well, on that, the lawn. that's the whole Is that whole part the of that whole montage. Okay, he comes around and then she fucking screams in his face, and he goes into the store, and the woman is in a wicked rush and tries to cut him, like cuts in line in front of him. Right. He's like, she looks like she has a few things, and he goes, yeah, sure. And she cuts in front of him with like three carts worth of shit and her fucking Catholic family sized amount of children. Okay. And then that's when he does this <laughs> face contortion. And then all of a sudden Hank wakes up and he's like, eh, magic clean. No price sticker. Is that, that him doing basically Clint Eastwood in Very the, or a, a type of Probably. Clint Eastwood? Yeah. I never thought about that until right now, but that's. He goes, magic clean, huh? We need a price check on magic clean. <laughs> got a full on fallopian fungus. Oh, God. Then so he does that. <laughs> then he goes out to the the next the next cut is him drowning a little girl in the fountain. <laughs> Wrong answer. And the name's Hank. Fuck face. <laughs> and then he puts her back under the water. And then it cuts to the neighbor who keeps stealing his. I think the neighbor lets his dog shit on Charlie's lawn, or right? Whatever. But he, he he rolls up, takes the paper out from under his arm, all Jim Carrey style, drops, drops a trout, crouches down, and shits in the neighbor's. And doesn't yard. it cut immediately to someone f- soft serve? Soft serve. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yes. All right. If it really anytime Hank shows up is uh, it's not so I'm much a it's not thoughts. so much a meltdown or freak out, but it's oh no, he, I guess it kind of yeah. is. Charlie melts away, and then Hank is there, but. Uh, I love it when he's adults. Got the, he has the three black kids yeah, that he's yeah, raised, right? Yeah, yeah. I love the idea of a person swearing at a child like they're <laughs> like they're and, an adult. Yeah, because he does it again later in the movie when they're in the restaurant, and this kid is just turned around back at the booth staring at him. Eventually, he goes, "What are you looking at, fucker?" It gets me every time. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie did that one time. We were at uh, dinner with a couple of friends, and she was using the restroom, and just pounding, pounding on the door. And she was like, "Hang on a minute, just hang on," and pounding, pounding, pounding. And she's like, "Hang on!" Like she wasn't, you know. Yeah. She washes her hands and goes out, and there's just this little kid, like an eight-year-old boy, standing there. And he goes, "God, hurry up!" And she goes, "Fuck you!" <laughs> and then walked off. <laughs> is that your honorable mention <laughs> I, I, as soon as she yeah. told me it reminded me of this I was like you just swear to the child good for you high five babe I'm gonna buy you that dessert yeah, the, oh. the Brothers had a good string of movies I forget 
Yeah, it's been a it's been a it's been a minute since I've seen Fuck me myself on earrings. It's twenty years old now. Yeah, Jesus. Oh, so on that note, we're gonna go sulk in our oldness. Yes, sir. <laughs> Thanksgiving e oldness. Hope you guys had. I uh, hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. We had yeah. we had a good time. Too many leftovers. Or you know what? Or Do fuck just, it. Twenty twenty. Twenty twenty. Fuck you, it. Yeah, you go right ahead. Um, we will be back next month with our annual Christmas episode, mm-hmm. which we're doing. What, what movies are we doing? We are doing Lethal Weapon, non traditional. Okay, and Scrooged. Two movies I've never seen. Yeah, that'll be fun to hear your take on these. I've seen parts, obviously, yeah. but uh, for you and like in Bill Murray, and it, that was kind of this movie's in his wheelhouse. So I'm surprised you had never seen. Scrooged I'm not sure before. why I've never seen it. Yeah. Um, mm. Okay, I'm looking forward to that. We'll do obviously we'll do our uh, our gift exchange as well. Yeah, um, that'll be fun. I think mine's mine's pretty good on that. <laughs> uh, in the meantime, what you guys can do is uh, it would appear, according to Nathan, that the majority of you listen to us on Spotify. So, however you're able to rate and or review over there, do that for us. Or if you do it through Apple, uh, leave us leave us a review and give us a rating there. That helps us. Yeah, and lets us know that you care. Um, buy a T-shirt, eight dollars shipped. Comes with a free sticker. Buy a sticker, two dollars shipped, but for six more dollars, doesn't you can come get with a T-shirt. No, I- ironic. I know. And for six more bucks, you could get a T-shirt uh, and help uh, help Nathan feed little uh, kids in Connecticut. <laughs> <laughs> that that's it. That's it. Nathan's Nathan's <laughs> his, his cause to feed the wealthy white kids of Connecticut. Yeah. Uh, it is a weird world, gang. It's going to continue to stay weird, I think, for a while. So take care of each other. Be excellent to each other. Take care of yourselves. Stay healthy. Stay safe. And as always, stay out the moors. There's no earthly way of knowing which direction we are coming. There's no knowing where we're Is it raining? Is it snowing? Is a hurricane blowing? Not a speck of light is showing, so the danger must be growing. Are the fires of Double Feature is a Clopec Media production. You can like and follow them on Facebook at Six Pack Double Feature Podcast and on Instagram at Six Pack Double Feature. They aren't on Twitter because Twitter is dumb. Stop the boat.